and welcome to <laughs> and welcome to the Marvelous Cinema Podcast with your host Henry again. Still won't leave you alone. Uh, and this guy. And I'm your other host, Matthew. Yay! Um, welcome. So our topic today, uh-huh. big topic, main topic. What the fuck's happened to? Oh, oh, it's a window. I thought your your screen fucked it. I thought you know it does that thing where it goes all colourful. Oh right, yeah. yeah. I could see it from a distance. It looked yes. like anyway. Sorry, interesting. <laughs> uh, our main topic this week is X Men: Days of Future and Past, and the yeah that one, and the present. If you don't get it, that's a pun on one of the film names. If you don't get it, you're not you're not. You cool. don't deserve to be. You're here. not. Cool. Obviously, you deserve to be alive, but you don't deserve to be here listening to us. Oh, also, if you've been alienated by this, I'm sorry. Please listen. Please listen. We have. Well, we want people to watch. We want us. people to listen. We want to be a happy community. Yeah, the community. Um. Anyway, X Men. Uh huh. Are we starting out with ranking or yeah, we'll ranking? ranking. A ranking. Okay. So um, how do you want to do this? Oh, one? I'm still unsure about my ranking. I'll be honest with you. I I think I know mine pretty well. Um, I feel like one of them should be a little higher than the others. Hmm. Is Logan number twelve? Like. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it reverse. My number one is X Men Apocalypse. <laughs> oh wow! It's not. Can I start? Um, mm. how do you want to do this? When you go like. We'll go twelve to one. Just twelve. So last, last of there's twelve of them, isn't there? How many? I've got twelve. How many you got? Eleven. Oh no, I put eleven and tw- I put eleven. There's two movies. I can't pick between them being worst. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I forgot about that. Uh, okay, I'll do my last one, and you do your last one. Okay then. Okay. Mm-hmm. So my last one is a mixture of the two movies mm-hmm. I hate the most. Okay. Is Dark Phoenix uh-huh. slash Origins Wolverine. Oh, okay, interesting. Now the reason I can't pick mm-hmm. is because on one hand, I kind of enjoy Origins Wolverine because it's so dumb and stupid and over the top. Mm-hmm. However, I can't deny that. I guess Dark Phoenix is a better film because it's just yeah, it hasn't got terrible CGI and it hasn't got all these many many problems. It's more like just a boring film mm-hmm. that I don't care about the characters because none none of the set was being done well. Yeah, so. Both, I think, of the terrible ones. And mm-hmm. I, it's a shame that Dark Phoenix, we'll get into the other version, but it's a shame that Dark Phoenix, one of the most famous things of all yeah, time. Yeah, part of the famous... Has been done so terribly twice. Twice. To the point where I don't even think Marvel will do it anymore. Which MCU, is a shame, because yeah. I think MCU it's will such do a it. big... Like, everybody, everybody even knows the sort of Jean Grey, yeah. Phoenix yeah. sort of storyline. Mm-hmm. And it's something that deserves to be done right because if you do mm-hmm. it right, you could have a really emotional. Yeah. It's like, like it's not an end game style thing, but it's still like a yeah. It's it's not that big, but it's like a lot of character shit happens. Yeah, and... it's like maybe if you're ranking like in terms of their importance, you could probably say maybe just below Civil War. Yeah. In terms of it changes anything for X Men, the yeah. same way that End Game changes yeah. anything. For it's sort of. House of M level, yeah. Which House of M, even House of M, is something you can't necessarily do mm-hmm. going forward. Well, maybe we can. You could do. You could yeah, do. Let's see. Maybe difficult. Woo-hoo. Anyway, <laughs> my number twelve mm-hmm. is X Men Apocalypse. Okay. Okay. It's just such a dull film, isn't it? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't see it at the cinema. I don't know why. I think it might have been during the exams, and I just sort of missed it. Yeah. But I saw it later. Same. And it's just such a. It's just so. It's and it ends with, let's all fire our laser beams and apocalypse. Yes, yes. I hate that. And it's just such a boring end. Yeah. And, um, and it's such 
An anticlimax coming off Days of Future Past. Yeah, when we were so... Oh, I think this is the worst <laughs> thing that X-Men does, is it gets really hyped, mm-hmm. and it lets, it ro- drops a ball, yeah. and it comes back, and you're like, oh, they not only have a good future going here, they fix the past. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like, we've done it, we're, mm-hmm. we're on the right track. Yeah. And then immediately with this film, they go, oh, uh-huh. fuck. Oh. And what, what, perhaps what... They've just shoehorned Wolverine in mm-hmm. just for a bit of marketing. Because yeah. it's in the trailer. In the trailer, there's a bit where Is he... It? In the first trailer... Oh, I didn't know that. You the second trailer, it ends with Wolverine sort of, you know, bringing his claws out. Ch- killing all the people in the facility. Which yeah. would be so much better if it was R-rated. Because you can just yeah. see him carving through them. I remember but, that scene being very weird because he would, like, stab someone and then that person would go flying, flying, flying backwards. Mm-hmm. But, like, you stabbed him. <laughs> I was like, what, what are you doing <laughs> But also, that, the presence of that doesn't make sense. No. Because at the end of Future Past, yeah. Riker, you think Stryker has Wolverine, but then it flashes in the eyes, it's Mystique. Yeah. So Stryker never ha- gets Wolverine, yeah. so how can he be in the Weapon X programme? And I've even heard the excuse about that from, um, I think maybe the director of Darth Phoenix being like, oh, when we did that, the Mystique eye thing was like, it was just like maybe a symbolic of the future can be whatever it can be. Oh, fuck off. And I was thinking, yeah, but you're... <laughs> that, I get that. And it, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, it is symbolic that the future can be different. But mm-hmm. one of the ways it's going to be different, the promise there is, it's going to be Mystique is now has Wolverine mm-hmm. before his Alimantian thing. And I'm like, why the, Why do that then? How'd, <laughs> oh, glad this... At least, if you're going to do that and you, you need a way of him getting the Alimantian claws, that's fine. Yeah. Just have him get them another way. Yeah. But it's just the same way. Yeah. And also, like... Other than the fact that he's kept after he gets the adamantium, because in the, all the other versions mm-hmm. of the films, it, the, he loses the... He gets the adamantium, then he just runs off, yeah. like storms out. But in this one, obviously, they unlock a box and he's been there yeah. for a while. It's also annoying how, like... It's it's so on the nose with it as well, where I think yeah. Jean Grey calms him down with her mind powers. And then Cyclops goes, I, we'll never see him again. I'm glad I'll never see him again. I'm like, oh, stop, stop. <laughs> and also, um, she she does the mind path to calm down, but doesn't she see everything that we've seen? Like glimpses of it. Yeah. How? Yeah. Because that's not that Wolverine hasn't seen everything. No. The, the whole reason oh, no, that maybe Wolverine... He had. No, he hadn't, because the Wolverine at that point was because Wolverine projected into his old body. And then oh, he left when yeah. the timeline corrected Yeah, itself. that's a good point, yeah. So in theory, all that's happened to that Wolverine is what we saw at the start of Did uh, um, Origins Wolverine. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was it. God, yeah. That's all. Um, okay, you, you do your next one. My 11 is Dark Phoenix. Okay. Right. The reason that this is um, above is, from, in my mind, mm-hmm. for one scene... Okay. Where I feel like they at least tried something. <laughs> right, okay. Which is when they kill uh, Mystique. Because I was sat there. Oh, okay. I was okay. sat there and I genuinely didn't expect that. I. It, 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 don't get me wrong, it's not an amazing film. It is just as dull yes. as Apocalypse. So dull. So dull. And I, I also like the one shot of. There's a one shot where. Maybe it had dumb. Dumb. Oh, pretty. Well, not, 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 not pretty, but, you know, impressive. With the bit where Magneto... They're on the train, Magneto gets all the guns. Oh, yeah, yeah, firing. yeah. In yeah. fact, he's, he's stood behind them with the yeah. like, his fist clenched or whatever, all the guns yeah. are firing. Yeah. I think that's an impressive bit. Mm-hmm. But... 
Um, it's a really dull film. That mag- the Mystique Death for mm-hmm. me is an attempt to do something. It's yeah. an attempt to make a bold step, which yeah, Apocalypse yeah. just doesn't do. Doesn't do anything. And so I that appreciate time, it on that level. In Apocalypse, where Magneto <laughs> destroys the entire world and then he is completely free at the end of the film. <laughs> no one's like, "Hey, hmm. do you want to go to prison?" <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Nah." Yeah. <laughs> The way ah. they do the four horsemen, really, it's just very poor. It's because oh, oh God, here's yeah. Angel and Storm, yeah, and oh, Psylocke, and it's I find and it's, who else are we going to get? Let's just get Magneto. But yeah, we can't be asked. I think it's so video gamey when like uh, Apocalypse like um, he uh, upgrades them, mm-hmm. where like he sees Angel and he's like, "I'll give you an upgrade," and he goes, "What do you mean?" And he becomes like a metal wing instead of normal wing. Yeah, like. What is this? What the fuck? <laughs> and um, I did. However, there's one good highlight I remember now of uh, Apocalypse, which is the whole. I think Magneto's story before Apocalypse is very not great, but like pretty interesting. He had a family. Oh yeah, they get killed by yeah. somebody or other. Yeah, like a different name. He saves somebody, doesn't he? Yeah, he saves someone. Plum. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. And it has the best um, PT thirteen f bomb, I think. Other than first class, maybe. But um, which one's the F? Which one in Apocalypse, after, there's this big tense scene of him going, "Okay, you ratted me out, all my work friends on like I'm Magneto and all that, so they killed my family." So he's like, "I want to kill you all." It's really tense. It builds, it builds, it builds, and then in the background, like Apocalypse, like just teleports there, and he t- and Magneto turns around and goes, "Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> but he doesn't really care at all. He's like, "Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> Followed like, up by arguably the worst. <laughs> F bomb use in oh my in god Dark Phoenix. yes don't you f- <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> it's so like the thing is the line oh, let's not forget the the crossy road segment of Dark Phoenix yes yes <laughs> oh my they have a oh big fight god, to try yeah. and cross a road I forgot about that yeah to try to cross a road it's the biggest thing in the film also oh wow one of the things I actually like in Dark Phoenix is where um, Jean Grey runs off to Magneto. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Has a little setup. There's a good scene there where he's like, well, "He's up blood," and she won't tell him because it's mysteri- yeah, it's Mysterio. <laughs> Mystique's <laughs> Mysterio. Um, yeah. I think partly why I enjoyed those little parts of it is the fact that I went into Dark Phoenix with incredibly low expectations after everything that was said about it. Oh yeah, I uh, when I went in, I was like, "I'm gonna have a, I'll forget this movie." Mm-hmm. And yeah. for the most part, I have. Mm-hmm. I watched it again with a family. Yeah. At some point. And it was really funny because uh, I realised this is the most boring. It might well be the worst. Origins for me is a bit like, oh, mm. um, and Apocalypse. But um, I never like watching it. And I found it interesting that the entire film, my heart, if you're watching my heart rate, it would never have went <laughs> up, or, up or down. I'd be like, oh. yeah. I don't feel anything watching that film at all. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also it's just a wet fart of an ending. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, the thing is, that's the ending as well. Yeah. Like, oh. They should have probably ended with Logan. Mm-hmm. I find it interesting how much sense it makes once you hear it. Where Matthew Vaughn, Vaughn said to like Fox, like instead of doing Future Past now, how about we do a movie where we set up like Jean Grey, young Jean Grey, and all that, and then the trilogy end of those three films is Future Past would all come together. Yeah, that's like an end game yeah, start, start sort of thing. Yeah, that makes so much more sense. Yeah. Then doing one film in the past, and then Days of Future Past, and then set up the past. <laughs> I, oh my god, that makes so much I sense. Know. Why did we do this? Yeah, it, but no. Yeah. They saw the money of Days of Future Past, and they went for it. Yeah. 
what's your number 10? My number or number... Uh, yeah, number ten. 10. Yeah, number 10. My number 10. Hmm. <laughs> number 10 is not what I put. Uh, number 10 is X-Men Apocalypse. Okay. For me. Um, again, for the same reasons of... It's... I think it's the most, like... Whenever I would see anything from it, I'm always like, that's what people... Well, that's what critics complain about. And yeah, the CGI... It is. CGI destruction in that film was ridiculous. It's just like, so needless. Even like Man of Steel, where like they're mm-hmm. flying through buildings, it's like terrifying. And it's like genuinely like, that's kind of like, oof. We may have not done that yet, 10 years after that lot of events that happened. Yeah. Um, but like, <laughs> Apocalypse is like, we see like the world like ending and like the Sydney Opera House gets like put into the air. Oh yeah. And I'm like, what's it like? This is the most disaster film superhero movie I've ever seen. And yeah. I hate disaster films. So do I. But it's like, you do all that and you just can't go back. Where yeah. do you go from there? Yeah. In fact, in Dark Phoenix, he, uh, no, no one cares about the, the fact that the world ended. Yeah. The world did end. <laughs> All the things, the yeah. dust, and this big old, like, big okay, old dude I, with a, came out of a pyramid. <laughs> but, like, to go back on the same point I made earlier, like, at the end, I think the redemption of Magneto is him building the Xavier school back up again. Yeah. But I'm like, okay. <laughs> they destroy the school, don't they? Yeah, that's pretty good. Is that Apocalypse? No, 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 yeah, it is. No, it's Havoc. Remember? Havoc dies, isn't he? Does Havoc he, dies because he, he... dies in a... Yeah, Havoc dies because he goes like, I'm going to beam you with my beam. Yeah. And Apocalypse goes, nope, he goes away. He in time. And then the beam hits the Blackbird plane. Mm. And a Blackbird plane has a big thing in it, a bomb in it, I guess. And it blows up the entire school. And then, yeah, because Quicksilver... Mm. I guess that's probably another... Yeah. One of the redeeming factors. Good but he, ca- he gets everybody out except Havoc. He can't yeah, Havoc's Havoc. like already in the fire <laughs> by the point he gets there. Um, but yeah, Quicksilver scenes in this Future Pass and this film are like the highlight. And Dark Phoenix is has it sets up one really like kind of well of um, it goes, oh, Dark Phoenix is really powerful and all that. And Quicksilver like goes, oh, I'm going to go. And then he does like yeah. a, he steps on planks of wood going up in the air, and then you think, oh yeah, we're going to do Christopher C. And then she goes, nah. And then he breaks his leg and he's done for the film. Done for the movie, yes, done for the movie. I am sick of X Men films saying like, oh, this character's too powerful. We need to find a way to get him out of the story, and then just like going, oh, he broke his leg. Like, <laughs> Xavier, every film yeah. he's in, aside from like first class, where he's a bit weaker, I guess, is like always oh, in a coma. Always getting mind controlled by someone else. Third one, he's dead. <laughs> and I'm like, why? 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 You have to remove him somehow, don't you? Mm. I guess. My number 10 is Origins Wolverine. Mm-hmm. The reason it's a, it is, is it's a bad film. Right? Yes. I would I would describe that Dark Phoenix and Apocalypse, their worst sins is that they are just dull, and that's why they're at the bottom. Yeah. Whereas Wolverine's is a bad film, but I like it anyway. I mean, I can't really put it any higher. You know I, I have, I have like a sense of nostalgia for it. I do as well. I do even as well. though things are in it are terrible, <clears> like yeah. even the bad things I start to find funny. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so many bad things. Also, this film had an, the video game was actually very good. Yes. Oh my! I have such nostalgic memories of that video game because I played it with my friends, the sleepover, and we did the entire game in one night. I never got very far in it, but I do. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. We finished <laughs> I did it. Play. And then with the fight between you and. Deadpool was uh, really cool, but you know it was Deadpool, I guess. With the, it, it just, it's just you know. Are you um, uh-huh. aware of the in only like a few cinemas the 
post credit scene of that film. I know it's on the DVD, but was it only, mm. was it only shown in some cinemas? Yeah. Really? Like, I watched a review of it recently, and there's like four people talking about the movie, and then at the end, one of them says, anyway, I remember being, I remember being in a post credit scene. Everyone else goes, no. And he goes, I do remember being in the cinema, and the post credit scene is the hand going to Deadpool's head, and yeah. then going, shh. And he's like, Okay then, I guess it was in the cinema for like yeah, a few was. few places mm. in America or something like that. I was like, this is weird. Why yeah. would you do that? I don't remember seeing it. I'm, I think I left. Probably left actually during the credits. Probably. And also, well. it was in the phase where you know you didn't know to wait for the credit scene. Yeah, that's a good point as well. But I remember it being yeah. on the DVD that there is one yeah. with the Deadpool in his mouth and so. Does that mean he's canon? I I. I, 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 Captain, I, <laughs> anyway, um, number nine, yes, you, okay, um, probably need to speed up a little bit to get the casting in, okay, if we're done by, okay, yeah, all right, um, number nine, X-Men 3, Last Stand, mm-hmm. yep, is that the same as yours, number nine, mm-hmm. yeah, is it, it is, yeah, it's a film I have memories for. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Same. And there are moments that I do like. I do think mm. the uh, last moment of Jean Grey on, on the hill and Wolverine going up the hill, but like mm-hmm. being getting like torn away. Yeah. Really cool. That's some good stuff. Um, um, I think this suffers most from the fact that they try to do the mutant cure mm. and the Dark Phoenix storyline yeah. in one film. Yeah. Two big it's things. Too much. Yeah. They try to do too much in one film. I feel like it's so weird as well because the beginning of the film was so like heavy handed of like this is a Dark Phoenix movie. Yeah. And it's so like this is Jean Grey's story, her mm-hmm. prequel. Uh, what, what was she like when she was young? And we're like, oh yeah, it's Jean Grey in a movie. <laughs> and then like, I want to say like half an hour in after she kills Professor X, it goes from that to being the mutant cure, and then only the mutant cure until the last battle scene yeah. where she pops in at the end. And it's very weird. It's so weird. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, it's just weird. Mm. And they absolutely do Cyclops dirty. Oh, in, in all three film. films, really. Honestly. Yeah, I think... I was <clears> going <throat> to talk about it when we get onto the casting of them. Mm-hmm. I think James Marston does a pretty good job. Like He looks the part. Definitely, yeah. But the character just... That's not Cyclops, Never gets in a way. It, no. I, he's, he's like some moody yeah. love triangle... Dickhead like, who's getting in the way, yeah. sort of anti-hero, but that's not him. Yeah. Cyclops is, is, is the leader of the X-Men. Yeah, and they never give him any sort of like. They never make it interesting. Like they always put him. Whenever you watch Cyclops in those movies, he's always in like the perspective of Wolverine. Yeah. So it's always like, oh, he's a dickhead. Oh, what a what a boy scout. But like, he's he's pretty cool though. <laughs> Guy. Mm. And I think he um, dies. Yeah. You don't even see him die. He just dies. No. He dies off screen. He does. They kill Cyclops off screen. They do. They do. <laughs> By the way, mm-hmm. speaking of Last Stand, what a weird thing that I think like, it all was where Brian Singer got uh, moved from that to Superman Returns. And then he, he did Superman Returns yeah. and X-Men 3. And X-Men 3 got Brett Ratner. <laughs> and that <laughs> happened. And then uh, I, I can only imagine that back then when Brian Singer was like a good person. Um, and now Brian Singer, mm, mm. we don't talk about Brian Singer anymore. But I imagine everyone that loves Superman was like, oh yeah, we've got Brian Singer, we're going to be, have a great film. Oh, shame about X Men. 
uh, but however, Superman's going to be great. And then it's not good. And no one likes Superman Returns. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, both both ways. It didn't go well. <laughs> so, this worked out well for nobody. Nobody. <laughs> oh. uh, What's your next one? Number eight. Number eight is the. Yeah, number eight is the first X Men. The first one. The first X Men? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Here's the thing about the first X Men. Yeah. It is really good. Mm-hmm. I especially like the first half of it. The first half is really good to me. Yeah. Like, generally, surprisingly, very good. Mm-hmm. And I feel it's just... I like Rogue. I like X, uh, Wolverine, obviously. Yeah. Um, I like the introduction to the school. Uh-huh. I like all those elements. But it's one of those things where, like, you get to the third act, and it's a bit like... It, it is made in 2000. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. I accept that, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of weird wire work. It's a lot of... Um, what was that line again? Uh, oh, you know what happens to a, a toy that gets hit by lightning? <laughs> the same thing happens to everyone else. And I'm like, what? <laughs> good, good quip. Good quip. Um, <laughs> I've forgotten. Yeah, that I've just happened. That. <laughs> and it's, I do think overall it's a very solid film, but I don't. Mm. It's solid, and it it is technically something special because it's the first. Uh, superhero film that was like popular in two thousands, yeah. and but at the same time it doesn't it just lacks a bit of like for me it just lacks a bit of like mm. special charm like spe- I, know, I understand what you mean charm above the idea that this is the first one yeah you know I I've got some fact for you mm-hmm. you know if it wasn't for Kevin Feige mm. Wolverine wouldn't have his signature hair really yeah, they weren't gonna do it until Kevin Feige came in and said no Forced you them. have to do this damn. Like, Bear in mind, this this was this is like, this is one of Kevin Feige's first films, probably. Mm-hmm. Really, like he, he was, he was like, an assistant. Yeah. I think he's a producer, but he was like he came in because they wanted somebody who knew. Yeah. The yeah, um, origins. It's always weird when they ever watch Spider Man two or three and I see his name in the credits. He is like the something producer. Yeah. It's always weird to me. It's like, like I know, sort of getting sidetracked, but you can see in all these earlier films. Mm-hmm. Like in the X Men and Spider Man films, you can see where, and then look at the MCU, you can see where he's learned. Yeah, yeah. If you know what I mean. He's even said in interviews that he's learned so much, so much from being there in ten years, of like just producing other films to everyone else, mm. and like learning the mistakes of like Spider Man three and all that, and just yeah, yeah. he's learned a lot. <laughs> yeah, he's been there for it all. <laughs> My number eight is the Wolverine. Oh, okay, okay. Now we're in like the films where I I would say. I I I like them in a way. Yeah, like I think there's a lot of good stuff in this film. Oh, Aside yeah, from the final act, final, yeah, which yeah. goes very generic in yeah. that it's just a big silver samurai. samurai. Robot. But the, the 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 whole scene, I like the scene on the train. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's a good action sequence as well as the the sequence in the um I don't know what it's called the samurai house thing. Mm-hmm. You know, where you have to take the thing out of his chest. Yes, yes. Oh my god, that's, that's a great sequence. Yeah. For me, that's where the movie ends, you know? Yeah. After I'd that, say. I'm like, I don't really want this. <laughs> I'd agree with that. Yeah. It, it sort of suffers a lot mm-hmm. in the final act. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of good stuff in here. It's like sort of PTSD, post-trauma I, of X-Men. What I like about that film is it's it's Logan before Logan. And mm-hmm. I think having Logan, it, when I look back at that film, I always, go, I always think to myself that the problem with that film now is that it didn't keep things simple the way that Logan did. Yeah, it started out very simple. Him in like America, PTSD and all this, mm-hmm. and then he goes to Japan, and it's it, a lot of things are happening. Like we get the the Viper Lady, 
Mm, and then yeah. the assassin squad, and then the father that's dying, and then... I, I do like the idea that he saved them. Saved him in World War Two. Yeah, that's a good scene I as think well. the plot for the first two acts is very solid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I guess yeah, I, I agree with you. Also, it's got some of the best action, I would say, in the X-Men thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. I'd agree with that, yeah. There's a lot of good action, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I think it's a good film. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree. <laughs> I'd agree. Yeah. So we're on seven. Seven. Just, just to be clear, we're, count- we're counting Deadpool in these, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yeah. Right, my number seven is Deadpool two. Oh, same. Is it? Same. Yeah. I, I have a significant problem with this cell. I think. Mm-hmm. In that, I, I, I almost put the Wolverine above it. Oh, really? Because it's not a funny film to me. Like <laughs> I Deadpool agree. is I agree, supposed you know? to be. Like Deadpool one is a comedy. Mm-hmm. Like with a funny film, you expect there to be you know some laughs mm-hmm. every five minutes, whatever, something that you giggle. Yeah. But other than the odd joke, yeah, this is a very unfunny film for me as well. I know what you mean. And like, like I, I like the post-credit scene. That's quite funny. Yeah. Where he goes through time, he shoots the old yeah. Deadpool, he shoots Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I. And then, then what else is there? There's good sequence as well, mm. like the the prison. Yeah, I think yeah. that's decent. The idea of him putting the collar on kills him because yeah. he hasn't got his healing factor. Uh, I also really like everything about Cable. Oh yeah, I think yeah. Cable is amazing yeah. in this film. Everything, every little detail. Yeah, the, Josh te- Brolin, the teddy bear thing. The teddy bear. Yeah. The look, the sound of him, his mannerisms. Mm-hmm. I think they nail that spot on. Yeah. And I also like Domino. Domino? Domino, yeah. Sassy Beats. Sassy Beats, That's yeah. a good character. Look, cool. look, isn't it super power? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, That's a really good scene as well. Other than that... <laughs> it's... Uh, mm. I remember watching it, and my problem with it, my main problem was that it was so, like, really messy. I couldn't tell you... Like, put it this way. There's a, I think the film has 20 minutes of this movie happening. Yeah. And then 20 minutes in, we get the, op- the title sequence. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, we'll do a time sequence, okay. And then the movie doesn't, for me, doesn't start mm-hmm. until like an hour in. Yeah. I feel like the beginning of the film was like him going to prison. Yeah. The actual like, first act, going to second act, is him going to prison. And that's like an mm. hour in. Yeah. And then the last and, bit is, uh, uh, that's weird. I also, I'm not completely all right with the fact that at the beginning, right at the beginning, <clears> they <throat> kill his girlfriend. Mm. A, it's a, you, you should, in my, in my opinion, you should never kill a major character off in the first half okay. of a film, particularly something like this. Yeah. But also, you can't kill her, especially not so early, considering she is the main driving force behind the first film. If you know what I mean. Yeah, that's a good point. She her dying at the beginning mm-hmm. almost makes the entire events of the first film pointless. That's like Alien Three. Yeah. Everyone's, yeah. Everyone's dead. Yeah, they they they, they die anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some, For some minor. That's I mean, a good point. I get it if they die. Because of something more meaningful, like something bigger comes along. Yeah. But it just she just gets killed by because he did he yeah. does he deflect a bullet into her or something? Something like that, yeah, something. But then <sighs> obviously because Deadpool, the film deals with it in a weird way as well. Mm. And but at the end she's alive though. <laughs> Remember? He saves her. Do you save her? Yeah. Time travel. He, he does oh. a lot of things. The first thing he does is save her. Yeah. Second thing is kill Ryan Reynolds. Uh-huh. Third thing is like kill Hitler. Oh, is he kill Hitler? Yeah, he kills Hitler. And he kills uh, De- other Deadpool as well, doesn't he? 
Yeah, yeah. X-Men Origins. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's that as well. Mm-hmm. And then, it's a weird thing, because it's so, like, too fair for, like, a, for, the, for the Deadpool character, it makes sense how a film that's so, like, scattershot. Yeah. Where it just makes more sense, and it's so messy, yeah. and, like, the first act is, like, an hour long, second act's, like, two minutes long. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I don't, I never want to watch it. I never no, I feel like I'm going not, back to it. I mean, it, I think it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I, think I, do, it looks I good. do think it's enjoyable. Yeah. I think it looks good. Yeah. Being a John, John Wick director movie. Very neon sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I agree. It looks good. Brad Pitt and, in it. Yes. Little second. <laughs> well, that's all I've got. <laughs> um, and I do think Ryan Reynolds is good. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's Paul. Yeah. Number six. Me? You. Oh. Okay. Go, go on. Go on. Go on, my lad. <laughs> Number six. Wolverine. The Wolverine, okay. Yeah. So I like it more in Deadpool 2 and mm-hmm. the first X-Men. And yeah. the, the bad ones. Um, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> yeah, again, Wolverine. I just like the aesthetic as well, Japan. Yeah. And him having a samurai sword. And him being Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> it's just anything yeah. with Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Flexing them abs, you know? Yeah. I'm sure he's top, he's top at one point, isn't he? Probably. Oh, he's... yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I, know, I like the multiple points in the film. Oh, mm-hmm. Another problem I have with the film though is um, I don't think the romance works very well. There's a romance no, it... between him and the girl. Is there? Yeah. <laughs> it the daughter... works that well, I've completely forgotten <clears throat> it. The daughter of um, the dad that's like, you say, wife in Hiroshima. 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 Um, uh, here's my daughter. <laughs> Hirosaki. <laughs> yeah, Hirosaki. Hirosaki uh, and. Um... I'll try to combine the two names. Anyway, probably shouldn't laugh at that. Probably not, no. As no, no. Last, I, I'm sorry. Right, sorry. I'm sorry. Carry on. Get bro- uh, I've got no more point to me about the film. It's, yeah. it's one of those films where it's very solid, very enjoyable, mm, but yeah. like... Yeah. 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 For me, when we reach number six, this is the point where I think we're in the territory of good films. Mm-hmm. That was the threshold of we're into the realm of quite good okay. and I'd happily rewatch them. Yeah. Okay. Although saying that, I would happily rewatch the Wolverine. Same. My number six is First Class. Oh, okay, okay. I'm quite. I again, I really like this. Primarily, it's primarily so low because I like the other ones more. Mm-hmm. I think the other ones are better. Mm-hmm. But this is a really solid introduction. I think James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender are excellent. Yeah. As particularly Michael Fassbender. Yeah. I think it's an excellent Magneto. He's so good. Um, I like the villain as well, uh-huh. and I also this going to sound really sad. I like the way he dies. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. The coin in the head. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. <laughs> you just everyone's like, no, don't do it. I think the and then he puts the helmet on to stop him reading his mind. Yeah, he? I think the best part of that film really is when um that sort of happens of like the camera like very still like goes mm-hmm. across the screen with, with the coin, and it goes through his head, and you're like, ooh. And then it cuts to James McAvoy doing the, like, connected to his head uh-huh. and trying to control Kevin. Kevin. Bacon. Bacon. And he's trying to control him, but, like, you can't control him because he's in some sort of room. Uh-huh. And um, he's, like, connected to him. And he, it cuts to him in the same camera shot screaming because he, he feels the pain of the coin going through, but yeah. he's not actually having it going through his head. Mm-hmm. And it cuts back to Kevin Bacon, nothing. And it cuts back to <laughs> James <laughs> McAvoy screaming. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, this is good. <laughs> good film. Mm-hmm. Oscar. <laughs> yeah. The best, part, the best part of that film, really, is like the, the uh, dynamic from 
uh, McAvoy as Bender. Oh yeah, definitely. It's all about them. Um, and then building the X Men, building the school. Yep. And you also sort of get to see X Men that you haven't actually really seen before. Yeah. It's, um, Havoc. Havoc. Beasts really fleshed out. Yeah. Mystique's um, obviously really fleshed it's out. Not, it's a thing, there's a there's a fly. There's a butterfly one, isn't there? Is there? Yeah. I think it becomes a villain at the end, but ah. it's just like a butterfly one. Emma Frost. Emma Frost. Yeah, the crystal. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kevin yeah. Bacon. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that guy that like. He can adapt to anything, and at the end, something gets put in his mouth. Yeah, it kills him or something, and he, he can't adapt to it. And he this, he turns to stone. Or something? He turns to so many different things, and then turns to stone and dies. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, I was like, it's pretty good. <laughs> also, the music's very good. Yes, I love the music in that. The film. sort of the sixties art aesthetic and yeah. the sixties sound. Yeah, and of course the the Logan, his only line in the entire oh. film is, is yes. like, "fuck off" or something. Go fuck yourself. I yeah. think it is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what a oh. good film. My number five is Deadpool. Okay, yeah. Why? Um, <laughs> I like it. I, do. I think it's funny. Yeah. I could like, I know I said the other one, I didn't find the other one funny. Yeah. I think this is a funny film. It's consistently, you know, even if it's not gut busting all the time, it consistently bangs with ones out that at least make you yeah. snigger. Yeah, I think the thing with Deadpool in general for me is the fact that. There's so many jokes that he tells, mm-hmm. and so many of them just like references to like TV shows, yeah. or whatever. Oh, another joke from Deadpool two, where he's in the mansion and he's like, "Where, where is everybody? There's hardly anyone ever here." And he opens the door, oh, door in the room. Yeah. But, sorry, sorry, I just thought I'd put them. Sorry. <laughs> is that canon then? <laughs> well, if it is, it makes no fucking sense no at all. Because it's like it is 2016 in that yeah. movie or something like that. It's present day, and it's McAvoy and all them. Hmm. I can complete. Therefore, I can completely accept that he's going to be in the MCU now. Like, what does it matter? Like, what does I know, it matter? It doesn't matter. You can all. say he's in the MCU, but let's face it, he really won't be. No, no. Um, <laughs> sorry, I interrupted you. Thought. Uh, yeah, but Deadpool. There's so many jokes that, like, I think more than half of them don't land for me. But the ones mm. that do land, I'm like, ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Then I think the thing about the first one that's better than the second one is mm-hmm. that it's so simple. It's just yeah, him. it is. Getting the girl back from the villain, and that's the entire plot. And it tells it through flashback. It tells the story well. Yeah, the the scene on the bridge is really it's really good. Parts of it are yeah. funny. In that film, we have like, I think overall two two action sequences. Mm-hmm. The first, like, the bridge lasts a long time because it's split up over the entire film, and mm-hmm. the last one on a shield hanger thing. A helicarrier. Yeah, is, heli- is it a helicarrier? Yeah, helicarrier. Maybe it looks like <laughs> it looks like a lot like it. Yeah. <laughs> if not, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number, mm-hmm. something. What's number? Five. Oh, uh, my number five is Deadpool. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Before. Before. <laughs> my number four mm-hmm. is Days of Future Past. Is it? Okay. Okay. I have a similar placing. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um. Again, the favorite thing about it is Xavier and Magneto. Magneto. Yeah. Um, they're sort of like, when they see each other again, they elevate and he just punches them in the face. <laughs> Mm. I like it a lot. <laughs> I seem to think that this one, again, this is quite highly ranked on mine as well. Um, I feel like the the final sort of conclusion, the final battle, mm-hmm. is somewhat anti not anticlimactic, but it doesn't like in the the bit in the arena. I, I'm I'm not sure. Like the way that it's on the White of, House. Yeah, yeah. The way it sort of wipes some of the characters out of the way. 
Like he does it with Logan. I mm-hmm. think that, that's probably my biggest gripe about the film. Yeah. Is that Logan is the main character. Yet when it comes to the final battle, yeah. Magneto just puts a load of stone a load of metal mm. in him and chucks him into the river. I guess for me that's like it's because his whole arc and point in the film was to get Xavier to do to do the things that he has to do. Yeah. So I guess for him to be not a part of that final fight. Oh yeah, I suppose yeah. Kind of good. I do like the idea of you know like when he when they the Sentinels in the future are carving their way through the doors. Mm, yeah, I like that a lot. And like it literally ends as they're firing the beam. Yeah, nearly hitting them. I also really like the beginning of the film when we're in the past or oh, the yeah. future. Yes, like, it is. And it's, Look, it's arguably the best opening yeah. of the X-Men films. So many people die. <laughs> I know. You and know. they die again. Yeah. You watch them die again. And then yeah. even Magneto dies, doesn't he? He gets impaled on something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He dies at the end of the, at the, end of the film. Yeah. But obviously he's really, technically he's uh, still alive. Probably back, yeah. Doing mm-hmm. X-Men 3 um, yeah. chess game. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> again. Oh, it does... Yeah, it just does a really good job... Or bring like, it, it together. Bring, bring everything together, bringing all versions of the characters together. Yeah. With also having, like, it explains the situation in the future really well. Yeah. Like, it, it's definitely part of the man narrative and it flows really well. Mm. And it was a big challenge sort of taking on this storyline, but it definitely works. Definitely does. It, it just like, completely yeah. works. They nail it. Yeah. I remember specifically, like, when he's in the 70s and it's like, it's so, like, Really fun, like it's just like so fun going yeah. around. Like the seventies, and it's like mutants are around, but no one likes them, and no one even knows about them. And then they go to Xavier School, and it's like he's got like really long hair, and he's mm-hmm. wearing like hippie shirt the entire movie. I'm like this is good movie. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I remember, I remember everyone hating on a Quicksilver when uh the like the is is like a like a photo of him came out of him wearing a silver suit. Yeah, everyone hated that. <laughs> and then the I remember hating it as well probably. And it, by the way. Amazing to think back to this. I used to think that oh, the MCU Quicksilver is much much better than the X Men Quicksilver. <laughs> wow, was I wrong? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Um, one's definitely a bit better. Yeah, I think we'll ever see him again. MCU. I think we'll probably see him in one division. MCU at least for, yeah for a cameo. I don't think we'll see him. Yeah. I don't think he'll be back. Back. No. I think he might have like a maybe a little voice thing hmm. in one division. That'd be interesting. Every time I say WandaVision in my head, I'm saying WandaVision. WandaVision. But I'm wanting to say WandaVision. Wanda Wakanda. Forever. Forever. <laughs> my number four is X-Men 2. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm really nostalgic about this film. Same. I love it. I must have watched this film too many, like so many times. I watched too many. it a lot as a kid. Yeah. It's, um... Uh, it's just... It's generally really good as well. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think I might make a correction to mine. I'm going to move... You know what? I'm going to move Future Past back to fourth. Oh, okay. And I'm going to have X-Men 2 is, is number three. Oh! I've made a correction. Okay. I've altered it. Okay. So this is technically my number three. Mm-hmm. Okay. X-Men 2. X-Men 2. What a... I, it's just... Again, <laughs> they sideline Cyclops. They do, they do, they do. He's not even in the final battle. He... I don't. What happens to him? He gets, he gets separated, doesn't he? From yeah, and what then ha- he gets possessed. Yeah, and then no. I can't remember. So I, I think the funny thing is that he's in the first twenty minutes. Yeah, he's doing some good stuff there, uh-huh. and he goes to Xavier. He, he brings Xavier to Charles in the prison. Mm-hmm. They get he gets knocked out. Yeah, nothing. 
happens with him for like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. He comes back in the, last, in the last 10 minutes. Yeah. And he's upset that Gene's dead. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to see him do more stuff, <laughs> you know? But on the side, on the side, it's just such a nice, not, not nice, but like a really nostalgic feel to it. Mm. The look of it, it has that really green, odd tinge to it. Yeah, doesn't it? Like, like greeny blue. Most superhero films have yeah. in the early 2000s. Mm. Wolverine's great in it. I love... New Jackman's Mike great. Mike so good in it. The, yes, he the is. The White House scene. The what with Alan, Alan, Alan Cummings. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love him. It's... Oh, when he's... Um, <laughs> oh, it's so good. When he, like... He, like... He, like, teleports in, like, a slow motion mm-hmm. scene. And it's like, oh. <laughs> and also, when he only bamps. People call it bamf, don't they? Bamfing. <laughs> yeah, bamfing. Because, like, the sound is, like, bamf. that. Like that. Um, he does that. And then but it'd be more blue mist. But he's wearing, like, a white coat. And the white is also a mist. So you got, like, blue mist and a white mist. And you're like, oh, this is really cool. Oh, I, li- I love Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler yeah. as a character. Yeah. I just think one as well, also if if I had an if I had a superhero ability, my ability would be teleportation as well. Oh really? Okay. But, so that's why I was I would just like time travel. Mm-hmm. Time stop, time stop. Mm-hmm. No, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, um, um yeah. So yeah, what's your number three? Oh, my number three is X Men Two. Is it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. Um mm-hmm. Again primarily just because also, the mansion, when the people attack the mansion. Yes, that's... Wolverine's the only hope, and he's like, oh, fuck, I want to kill everyone. <laughs> carves his way through them. Yeah. William Stryker. Also, this one has... Introduces um, Iceman. Yeah, Bobby Drake, yeah. Who and I think is an excellent... Yeah, he's really Bobby good. Bobby Drake. He's really good. I yeah. can't remember the actor's name, though. I know he's in I the could first tell one. you his face. He's in the first one. Bobby Drake. Is he? Yeah. He's interested, he's interested in Rogue. Yeah. And then Mystique tends to be him to get into the yes. school. Yeah, um, I remember, yeah. But this one, I think we get introduced to Pyro, his main enemy kind of thing. And then then he's is he in number two? I know he's in number three. He's in two. He's definitely in number, number three. Two. And he's in number Pyro. two because he uh, has a whole arc where he's like, he, he's very aggressive then at the end he leaves of Magneto instead of the X-Men. Toad is Ray Park. Yeah, yeah. Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> sorry. Um, I'm just trying to find what his what his name is. I know I know his face. Mm. Um, oh God, uh, Sean Ashmore. That's his name. Who? Uh, Iceman. Oh, Iceman. Okay. Drake. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the accent is much better than the first one. Yes, it's, 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 it's a big, it's a big leap. <laughs> yeah, it is a huge leap. I would say. Um, yeah. So what are we on? We're in number, we're in number two now. We're in number yeah, two. Number two. What's your number two? Okay, my number two is First Class. Is it? I ah. I genuinely like love this film. Yeah, I adore it. Um, yeah. There's something about the '60s vibe that I, <laughs> I think just melds really well with the X Men brand. Yeah, it does. Like, it's sort of X Men at home. Sort yeah, of thing. it's at his home. And like, I just love how the film was about Xavier and a young Xavier and young Magneto. I love the scene in the in the bar with Magneto hunting down like the yes. the Nazi like oh, soldiers. Yeah. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. And I just think overall, I think Matthew Vaughn brought an element to X Men that I think previously wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I feel like he would wouldn't have been afraid to do all the sort of like campy sort of like costumes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't, I think he would 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 have 
made the next film a lot more about uh, the characters in the mansion and like a, kind of like a soap opera sort yeah. of like a character yeah, very actually... small character sort of thing mm. and he would have done it in a very like comedic but like and light-hearted X-Men yeah. X-Men sort of way and I think he I think he should have done the, all of them going forward he should they definitely or at least should. like three films a whole trilogy he'd have been so well suited like I said to sort of the campier yeah. aspects of the X-Men he'd have mm. been so well suited to it yeah but then didn't happen <sighs> Yeah. My number two is X-Men, the first one. Really? Mm. The first I one? I really, really like this film. Okay, okay. I thought I'd probably say I loved it. The first one? Okay. I really, I, I love this that's, film. That's a rare opinion, I think. Over X-Men 2? Yeah, over X-Men 2. Fuck me. What? Okay. Like, I, 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 I agree with you, you said the action is better in X-Men 2. Yeah. Um... Maybe even the pot is better than mm-hmm. X Men. X Men Two. I have that the idea of you can see all the all the mutants mm-hmm. and kill them all. <laughs> I would say this film is is I only it's above X Two. Mm-hmm. Maybe because oh, wait, let me try and explain this. If you compare X Men and X Men Two, mm-hmm. X Men Two is the better film. Okay. I would think that, but it's X Men is above it in this ranking just because. I have real nostalgia for it. No, okay. This is like one of the first superhero yeah. films I genuinely same, really liked. Same, yeah. I watched it so many times, mm-hmm. as well as X2. Um, but I, I think I like this one because it just introduces Wolverine, introduced him well. I love the dynamic with Rogue. Mm-hmm. I think that... And there's a scene on train. She, yes. She's trying to leave. Yeah. And he sort of gets on the train with her and tries to stop her from leaving. He talks to her. Mm. I love that scene. And then at the end of that scene, like, Magneto, like, does the whole thing. He always does where he, like, he just controls all of Wolverine. Yeah. Because he's, oh, yeah. he's all metal. So, like, <laughs> fuck you, Wolverine. <laughs> and he sort of gives Rogue his power. Let's him, <clears throat> lets her touch him. Or he yeah, touches yeah. her to, so that she can heal. He's got that white strand in the hair. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. I just so nostalgic for this film. Yeah. And it also, <clears throat> what, it, what, what, what you get with it, what you don't get with the newer versions... Even even to some extent with First Class and Days of Future Past, where X Men and X Men Two are the only two films where you feel like these are the X Men. They feel like a team, and they all yeah. feel like characters. Even though Cyclops is a dick, or he's presented as a dick, yeah. he still feels like a character and is part of the right. team. Okay, I really, you really do not get that with Dark Phoenix and no, 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 no. Apocalypse. They yeah. just feel like a random bunch of. People that are just there getting paid. Just yeah, yeah. There's, there's no chemistry or anything, but here I just feel like there's real, real chemistry, mm. and th- it feels like the I can't remember what they're called Magneto's, but is it the Brotherhood of Mutants? Is it? Yeah, Brotherhood? yeah. In the comics, it's called the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Yeah, I find I find that funny <laughs> calling yourself the Evil Mutants, and it feels like they're opposites in that way. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, and. I, we have the juice that we both have the same number one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Number one? Logan. Logan, Logan yeah. Again, mm-hmm. good film. <laughs> I would have said prior to 20, before Infinity War and Endgame, I would. And Logan was the best superhero film ever made for me. Really? Okay. Better than, for me, the Dark Knight trilogy. Oh. I have to say that in general, all comic really? books. It was. Mm. But at the same time. It wouldn't be as good as it is without 
um, the films that came before it. Yeah. Without establishing Logan. Mm-hmm. And it's just so emotional. <laughs> I think that's the main thing it'll come out with. Yeah. Satisfied me, but emotional. In my mind, mm-hmm. X, X-Men as a franchise ended with Days of Future Past. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Lo- like Logan ended the character that brought us through all of it in yeah. Logan. And I think Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix mm-hmm. just didn't happen to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I love that the idea that the end of the franchise for me is the guy that, that was the most famous thing about the first one. Yeah, and constantly the most famous thing to, to the point where it became a problem where he was always the main character. Yeah, aside from first class was the only one who was the main character. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to end it with just a, a very, not even just like a him being a main character, him being like in such a small movie about mm-hmm. just him and his like life. Yeah, it's not world ending, and I no. think that's part of the appeal of it. Mm-hmm. And that it, it's just so some parts of it are just so really sad, mm-hmm. but not overly done. Like yeah. it's dark. For like. When Xavier dies. Mm. And his like story before he dies as well. Yeah. He's like talking about like, ah, like I'm sorry. Yeah. And then like, the thing is as well that it's so sad that he we don't know what he's thinking because he's you just can't know. But mm-hmm. like I like the well, I don't like it, but it's so sad the idea that him like confessing to Logan about all the things he's done and how he feels really bad about it mm-hmm. and like all that. And the last thing he sees is Logan stab him. But I it's know. not it's not Logan. But to him, it, it might as well be, so who knows. Uh, and he, the, but then he sort of, I suppose it, it, it makes up for it because he's sort of holding him when he, yeah. he dies. And, yeah. And Logan's so reaction as well. Yeah. And then also it being R-rated really just helps it be like... It does, the sort of brutal aspect of yeah, it. Yeah, it, it makes it feel more like completely this honest. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like it's, it's a, like yeah. a, a studio like made films like to set up the next film or anything mm. like that it's just like oh let's end it and let's end it with this just character. go for it yeah. like, I remember in the opening minute you sat there and like he gets attacked by a bunch of thugs yeah and he cuts one of their arms off yeah and then the arm like drops down with a shotgun in it and it shoots it it shoots the car yeah and he's like oh fuck <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah just, it's just from that moment you know yeah mm. we've gone for it people we're going for yeah. it yeah and I felt like, like Logan in it is a limo driver that's his job his and he uses his actual name James Howlett yeah oh my god yeah oh god yeah mm. it's a good film and also this like is... uh, well surprise it's a western <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> and is. it's just like yeah. it's a really good one as well for me mm-hmm. I, I just the idea of him having his last stand mm-hmm. is just a little skirmish mm. in the middle of the forest but it's really important because it's sort of his daughter mm. also as far as child actors go they're great Oh yeah. When I watch something and there's child actors in it, I am normally incredibly irritated by their mere presence. Yeah. But Daphne Keane awesome. is a really good child Great. actor. She's in Dark Materials. She's good in that as well. Oh right, okay. Mm. I, I remember her scene of like her first time talking. I think it's her screaming words in Spanish. Yeah. And it's, the Wizard says it as well. It's so cause she's like she's hitting Wolverine. There's <laughs> yeah. little kids hitting Wolverine and the same words over and over yeah. again. Like take me to this place. Like she's saying it over and over again. Mm-hmm. And he he's like oh, fuck. I got it then. <laughs> and he does. <laughs> it's I just, thought of the, the Caliban bit where Caliban yeah. dies. He's, yeah. he's just, he says something like, and she said, "Don't be afraid of the light," and then yeah. drops a grenade at them. <laughs> Stephen Merchant as well. I know he's so, so good weird. at that. How did how did that happen? <laughs> uh, I know. Ah. Uh, Good film, man. It's good movie. Mm. And, uh, yeah. Oh, it's just, yeah. Um, I think perhaps the pinnacle of both the sadness in me at this 
is, you know, when he, when he dies mm-hmm. and they bury him and they're all stood around mm-hmm. and one of them has a toy. Yeah. That, for me, I don't know why, but that, that gets yeah. me, that hits me. It's like the Wolverine, it's like the Axel costume as well. Yeah. yeah. The little toy and then, then perhaps, you know, the gut punch yeah. when they all walk away and she turns the cross. To an X. Mate, Whoa! I could not handle them. I could not handle it. So good, that's, man. Yeah. That's I, like I, that's like the that's the cheeseburger moment, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's like you've had the sadness of him dying mm. and you've had the funeral, same with Tony Stark, and then you just get the moment where it's like your dad liked cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I remember crying in that. Yeah. Mm. I remember oh, as well God. like put it this way, it, it made me so like interested in Wolverine and like so like sad for him and like interested in the journey he went through that I literally straight, straight after went home and watched the first X-Men film yeah yeah straight after I was like I've got to watch it <laughs> I, I did I watched them all yeah when Logan came out on DVD I had to watch them all through yeah oh god ah uh, just it's a good movie isn't oh. it? yeah. that's our number one yeah mm-hmm. Logan 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 so what do we now what do we do now, man? The casting. We've casting. got our little casting list. Yeah, we do. Oh, first of all, I feel that we should ask, how would you introduce the X-Men to the MCU? That's uh, what we're doing here. We're casting our X-Men for the MCU. The rules we've set ourselves is, you cannot use an actor who's already played the character, mm-hmm. and you cannot use uh, an actor who has already appeared in the MCU yep. in a significant role. Yep. So. I mean, there is obviously precedent for people playing two roles, but we're trying to avoid that. In terms of introducing the X-Men to the world, mm-hmm. to the world, to the MCU, um, I generally can't see it outside of, I can't see it doing any other way aside from some sort of reality bending sort of thing. Mm-hmm. The reality stone's still around and someone, someone does something. Yeah. Or like when he slapped his fingers, it, he did something. Mm. I know one of the things I've seen is that all the people or some of the people that disappeared and then came back, mm-hmm. when they were brought back, it created a defect in the genes. Mm. Something went wrong for some people. So Ned's, Ned, Ned, um, <laughs> his friend is like a, a X Men. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I, I think he probably should have part of it. Is that they were always there? Yeah. Primarily because you'd have no history for Xavier and Magneto. Mm. Like Eric and I'm about to call him Patrick then. Patrick. Eric and Charles, yeah. they have to have a bit of history mm-hmm. and they have to have known each other. I feel like you have to have that going in. Yeah. They're like old they're old friends, you know. Mm. <laughs> they can't be like twenty years old. <laughs> so I know there's the flag of Mandripor has appeared in the um behind the scenes for Winter Soldier. Oh, okay. What I feel like they're gonna lean to is that the ex the mutants exist but are in hiding. Right, okay. In Mandripur. Yeah. Like a lot of them are in hiding. Which to, to explain why nobody's heard of them before, nobody's mentioned them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you could have something in WandaVision mm-hmm. make it so that more people, like they, a lot of more people have the gene. Yeah. Something that happens in WandaVision activates the gene. Yeah. Therefore, causing some people to have their mutations activate like some of the younger members of the X-Men movie mm-hmm. people like Rogue uh, Iceman Gene Me- yeah maybe Gene yeah yeah um, also I think they need like some sort of like very clear dis- distinction in the first film or whatever where mm-hmm. it, it makes it a good point of like okay there are superheroes in this world mm-hmm. and they have extraordinary powers but mm-hmm. because mutants are human and they have there's a gene in them that makes them 
like a, a mutant. Mm-hmm. That's the reason we hate them because they're different from us, and it's the next step, and we feel threatened by them. Yeah, because I feel like my problem before that got explained to me properly was I just couldn't understand why everyone hated mutants when yeah. Spider Man exists. But like, because he's just a mutant, everyone's like, oh yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, because yeah, with with a lot of the superheroes, you can say they have like a celebrity status mm-hmm. where there's a select number of them, and you know who they are. Yeah. Whereas with the whole mutant thing, you can have they could be anyone sort of yeah. thing. You know, like. Soviet Cold War drama esque type yeah. things. I just want to see what they do with it, you know. I do. I really want to like, see. I want to have it very character based, and I want uh-huh. to have it very small scale and yeah. drama comedy sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I want that. I don't want any sort of world ending thing. Yeah. yeah, it has, it has to be sort of on a small scale. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, I also really like the idea because in a lot of the comics, Wanda and well, not Wanda, but Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver's father is Magneto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had an idea where it could be like WandaVision sees Magneto mm-hmm. and it's like oh that's my father mm-hmm. who we have been told died in the with a died when a Stark bomb hit the building yeah that's a good point yeah. and have have like go up to Magneto but because Magneto is from like an alternate reality and be like mm. who are you yeah but I, I, I don't think that'll happen because I I feel like they're not going to like they have the multiverse, but mm. I think it would be better if they introduced the X-Men in-world. Yeah. Instead of just import them yeah. from... It's hard, isn't it? Like, you've built a universe where there's just no, no superheroes from the natural birth. Mm-hmm. And then we've got to introduce a whole, a whole like, society of yeah. <laughs> mutants, like, sort of yeah. people. Like, That's a lot. It feels like it would be easier with the X with not with it, with Fantastic Four mm-hmm. because you can just start their origin. Yeah, yeah. You can just have it in modern in day. Space, yeah. Or you could do it as in it happened in the sixties and then you Hank Pym and they got trapped in the quantum realm. Yeah. Like you can have that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or you could have them just start their origin in the modern day. Mm. But it's difficult with the X Men, primarily because of Charles and and Eric. Mm. They have to have that history. Yeah. Especially with. Eric's backstory being so, like it's, in, it's in up there. History. It's up there with Batman and Spider Man in terms of yeah. he was a he was a Jew. Yeah, and he tore down the gates at Auschwitz. Yeah, it's so yeah, it's so hard. And I don't mm-hmm. I envy I don't I don't envy Kevin's sort yeah. of like how much he's had to go through this yeah. for this one. I feel like we should also say that you know the casting director for the MCU. She has been. I can't. Remember, I'm, if I am gonna have to find her name. Because I have to give her full credit mm-hmm. for um, casting. I think it's Sarah. Casting director. Is Sarah or is it? Sarah Finn. Yeah. She, she's not got any of them wrong. I have no. to say that. She's got... Not really. You know, she... She's done a good job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Um, but yes, it's an incredibly difficult job of doing this. Yeah. So, with that said... With that said, let's cast... How have you, how have you approached your Charles and Eric? I just sort of just, I don't know, just went for it. Okay. <laughs> I kind of thought what makes sense in my mind and what's different but not too different. Because mm-hmm. I just want, I want to be all, but I don't want to be like, mm-hmm. I don't know, full grey hair. I've I've gone for it as though I don't want them to be as old as the ones in X Men, mm-hmm. but not as young as the ones in in first class. Yes, in between. I've gone for them about. Early fifties. Mm-hmm. I have so okay. Do you want me to go first with mine? Go first. Go on. My professor X is um, Ralph Fiennes. Okay. And I find it, I just find it interesting because he's so, 
He has a very commanding presence, Ralph mm-hmm. He is Voldemort, for one. Um, <laughs> and, like, um, I don't know, I think he just suits that sort of role of being a mentor. And But I, I wouldn't want to be, like, kind of a harsh mentor at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. He's very English as well, so. Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. My, I, I, Charles Xavier was the one that I have really difficulty with. Mm-hmm. For me, when I found my Magneto, it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it was adapting somebody to be, let's say, a similar age as Magneto. Mm-hmm. So the two that I'm torn between um, would be Ewan McGregor. Oh, okay, okay. Or Rufus Sewell. No idea. Uh, have you seen Victoria? ITV yes. Drama? The first series, The Prime Minister. No. Have you seen the adverts for that um, Agatha Christie program that's coming to BBC? No. My pick is Ewan McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. But I, I just think that you have to have somebody experienced. Mm-hmm. Got to look good, bold. Yeah. But they've also, like you say, they've got to have that commanding presence. Yeah. That in mind, I was pretty set in my Magneto as soon as I saw and pictured them. Mm-hmm. And my Magneto is Daniel Craig. Oh, my God. You know what? I like that. I like that a lot. You know, as well, practically, it makes sense yeah. because he's leaving Bond. Yeah. The only other maybe continuous you can role... commit will, to a 10-year franchise Yeah. <laughs> the only other continuous role he might have is Benoit Blanc in, if they do a Knives oh Out sequel. Oh, my God, yes, yes. So, yeah, and I just... He just has that grizzled mm. look and be able to carry, sort of... Yeah. I think he... Um, I want to grow out his hair for it. Because I don't know what... Mm. I, I, saw, I think I saw a comic recently where Exit uh, Magneto... It was like a very, yeah, a very old man, but he had a full head of hair. <laughs> I was like, that's sexy, man. And I, and I was like, I want that. Mm. So I wanted yeah. that for mine. So for mine, mm-hmm. uh, ex- uh, Magneto, I have Liam Neeson. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, that's an interesting I know, right? Ooh, I like that. Yeah, because I was, I was thinking, like, he's very threatening, mm-hmm. obviously, taken, all that mm-hmm. stuff. But also, well, I did play a Shinla in Shinla's Lift. And that kind of... Brought to mind the idea of I could believe him as someone that's been alive that long. Anyway. Mm-hmm. My my solution for this would simply be that some mutants age slower. Mm. <laughs> that would be yes. my explanation yeah. for why they're fifty. Yeah. It would just be as simple as that. Yeah. Oh. And like, it's just something about him where like, yeah, he could <laughs> he could nail because I feel like he's got a very he's got like a very kind voice, but also. If he wants to, that could be a very mm. threatening voice. Like, yeah. You go from Love Axley to, like, <laughs> Taken. Yeah. So, uh, like... For years, I thought Liam Neeson was Optimus Prime. <laughs> really? Yeah, I did, honestly. Is but he's not. Peter Cullen? Mm. Peter Cullen, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's my two. Uh-huh. So, Ralph Fiennes and Liam Neeson just yeah. having a spat. You know? Ewan McGregor and Daniel Craig. Yep. My next one... Uh, is Cyclops Scott Summers? Mm-hmm. Bearing in mind that said, I think this is perhaps one of the most important castings, <sighs> and a way for them to d- differentiate with yes. past versions yeah. is to get Scott Summers right and have him as a prominent member, yes. the leader that he should the be. Leader. Because I'm sorry to Ty Sheridan who mm. plays him in the new ones, but I don't. It's really not good. Not good, I would say no. Um, it's also got to be somebody who is younger than the two X Men, not mm-hmm. two X Men, the two, the, the the two we've already cast, but also old enough to have like a leadership role. Mm-hmm. And for that, I'm for a long time I wanted to have Charlie Hunnam. Oh, well, okay, yeah. But I've ended up going with Henry Golding. Is he? Is he? Um, 
the guy from Last Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's thirty-two. Like yeah. I just think he's also got to be a very good actor. Yeah. Because he can't use his eyes. Mm-hmm. He's where a lot of acting yeah. lies. His <laughs> eyes are covered, which is why I think um, James Marston does pretty pretty good, pretty decent pretty job. Pretty good job, yeah. A lot of so jaw she, acting's required. Yeah, a lot of like, a lot of tensing ah, the jaw. Ah. I remember him crying in um, X Men Two, and his uh, his crying is very much jaw focused. <laughs> I remember that. So he's like, when he's crying, he's like, I'm crying. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I get it, man. You can't do much with your eyes, can you? <laughs> hmm. Oh, poor guy. Um, but yeah, oh, who so have you got? My, uh, wait for it. I was sort of having a little, little bit attractive, you know. Okay, so I've picked one that's I shouldn't have picked. Okay. I just realised he's, he's already a person. Just, just go for it. Uh, Nicholas Holt. No, you can have Nicholas Holt. He's the beast. No, but he hasn't played Cyclops before. Oh, right, that's okay. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah. Yeah, I like him a lot. And oh, I that's think, a good pick, actually. Yeah, I think similar to mm. like what I was saying about Liam Neeson being very kind and authoritative, I think he has that same thing as well. Mm-hmm. I think he could be a dickhead and a kind person, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, th- I, I, I would fun. believe that, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Just, yeah so like, Sorry. if you imagined mm-hmm. in Dark Phoenix, Beast being the leader, well, technically, he was at the end, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. At some point, he did sort of become the leader. So, yeah, I can believe it. I can mm-hmm. believe it because I've seen it. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I would, I would agree. He'd, he'd, he'd make a good Cyclops. Yeah, like it. Yeah, um, Jean Grey. Okay. Emma Stone. Oh yes. That was my yeah. As soon as I saw the name, I thought I like that. Yeah. I struggled for a very long time because mm-hmm. if you look online, everywhere, everywhere says Saoirse Ronan. <laughs> Really, and oh. I, I didn't. Hmm. I think she's a good actress, but I wasn't going to go for her. Uh, um, Emma Stone. Emma same, Stone. She's the same age as Henry Golding. Mm-hmm. Um, that could work definitely. That um, could definitely work. And she's such a good actress. Yeah, she's very likable as well. Yeah, which is what you want for the potential Dark Phoenix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you want to like her before yeah. she dies. She's also natural redhead. Yeah, I think is she. Yeah, yeah. Can I remember the big oh. fact that I always known is that Kirsten Dunst in the first part of my films is blonde. And Emma Stone is red, but they play redheads. <laughs> they play opposite. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Emma. Yeah, I think Emma Stone will be a good one. Yeah, she can be both be the sympathetic parts, but also the darker parts. That the yeah. Dark Phoenix can bring out. And when I saw it in um, the favourites, it's supposed to kind of a, an evil sort of person in that, and yep. I feel like she didn't nail it. So mm-hmm. she couldn't nail being you know the Phoenix, mm-hmm. the world's ending. Cool. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, mine for. I'm gonna say Sasha Ronan then. You know what? I might do. <laughs> uh, no, this is an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Looking on. back on it, I'm not sure why I picked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Margot Robbie. Oh. Hmm. Oh, I don't mind that. That's not bad. I uh, I don't know why I picked that really. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really agree with it, but I did pick it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to fight for it uh, I like her I like her a lot um, great Harley Quinn what a good film you know what I mean <laughs> oh, she crossed the boundary yeah mm. I didn't notice it recently the Suicide Squad has been filmed like it is being filmed yeah. right now it's about two thirds of the way so, through so for like a year straight now Harley Quinn um, Mark Robbie's being in the makeup oh god yeah, yeah. Painted, painted white every day <laughs> weird oh. um, Angel 
Okay. Have you cast an angel? I don't think so. Um, controversial. I've gone for Harry Styles. Oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. I like it. Because like this this could be one of the ones that I was thinking. I was thinking he could have Xavier, Eric, Jean mm. Grey, Scott Summers, and Hank. Yeah. And probably also Logan. And also Storm. Right. Start off as they are already X and they're already mutants. Mm-hmm. And then you could have Angel, Iceman, Nightcrawler, Rogue, Kitty Pride, and so on. Come in. They come in. They're yeah. slightly younger. Mm. And they are. They're, the new they're up for it. I mainly went for Angel, Harry Styles as Angel because we have seen that he can act in Dunkirk. Dunkirk, yeah. Which he's actually surprisingly good in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And he's also. Very popular and very deemed very attractive. Yeah, which is that will what definitely work. Angel's all about, isn't it? Really, mm. being a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, I like um, it. What have you got for Beast? Beast. Oh, I like mine for Beast. I have uh, Jeffrey Wright. Do you know who this guy is? He is. Oh, that is that, that. Yeah. That's perfect. Casino Royale. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's um, Westworld. Yeah. Westworld. Yes, him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. See, so he's got he's got the voice for it, hasn't he? He does. He's he, I feel like he's voice. got the body for it as well, even. Yeah, you got to have that deep voice. Yeah. For it. that's perfect. That's yeah. spot on. Anything I say now will be, um, yeah. So I I I struggled for this one. Mm-hmm. I really struggled. I'm torn between three, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm going to go for. Based on this list, I'm going to go for John Hamm. Oh, okay, okay. Like, Again, nice like voice. Yeah. Big guy. Glasses. Yeah. Yeah. I like that a lot. Big guy. I like that idea. The other two I was toying with were David Tennant. Oh. I think if you're going to introduce him to the MCU, bigger role. Bigger role. Yeah. And the Do- other Doctor one. Doctor Who of MCU. Another one was sort of like a rogue pick would be Robert Bathurst. No idea. Have you seen Cold Feet? No. No. However, he's a main character. He's not the main character, but he's one of the main characters. He's sort like, of tall, I feel like grey hair. Yeah, I feel like I know. Really tall, really sort of goofy. I've seen an advert for it, so I guess I think I know who it is. Yeah. Yeah. Not that one. Um, Iceman, Bobby Drake. Mm. I don't know. I forgot that. <laughs> Mine's John Boyega. Oh, yes. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. That's really good, actually. Slightly younger than the others. Yeah. And it will also make sense when you know... Um, what my Kitty Pride is? <laughs> Who is it? My Kitty Pride is Daisy Ridley. <laughs> you know what? I sure. <laughs> mainly because it would be such a waste to disregard the natural chemistry that those those two both have. Natural chemistry, yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Adam Driver, Iceman. <laughs> Daisy Ridley, Kitty Pride. <laughs> Who was your Iceman? I have Josh Hutchinson. Oh yeah. Do you know him? Um, is he Mage Runner? No, he's Hunger Games. He was Hunger Games, wasn't he? Yes, him, Peter. Mm-hmm. Yes, him. Well, that's nice. He's got a very boyish face, and from in my mind, Iceman's very like boyish. Yeah. I don't know why, but that's yeah. why when John Boyega I thought that playful, yeah, youngness to him. Yeah, well, you, you got a bit of youth. Also, like shouting, you can do an American accent. Hmm. You can, don't you? I, sp- I feel like he can really sort of fit the. Oh my god, I'm a mutant, I've got powers. Oh my god, I'm a mutant, I'm, I'm a cool. stormtrooper. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Jedi. Mm. He is a Jedi now, isn't he? He is, yeah. he is a Jedi. Cool. cool. Um, Storm. Storm. I No, I do. I like this one. Um, who do I have? Who do I have? These are my cards. 
fuck. Yes. Yes. Dan Dania Gorilla 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 sees Okoya in a Black Panther. Oh, okay. I can't use it though. Can you I? can't use I that. Just, one I just realised. <laughs> Let's just pretend that you have come with it. I'll be honest with you. Mine's sort of bordering on unavailable as well. Mm-hmm. Mine would be Zanzi Beats. Okay. Anyway, if we introduce Deadpool into the MCU, she's taken because she's dominant. Uh, that's a good point. I don't think it matters. Deadpool. Mm. I don't think anything to do with Deadpool matters. <laughs> yeah. You know. The other people on my list would be Rosario Dawson or Naomi Harris. Ooh, Rosario Dawson, I like. I feel like she's got a very commanding sort of mm. presence. And I, I miss... I, and I feel like I never got to see Halle Berry Storm really go for it. Because she was. She was very well cast. Yeah. But she never got a chance to be... No. Do the, like, for me, Storm is the type of person that, like... Will sit sit in the middle of the sky and like scream the name Storm, <laughs> and then like fire lightning on everyone. Yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. the type of person she is to me. But all we got from her in the actual films is her going, oh. mm-hmm. "What happens to a frog when you when uh. you zap it? <laughs> Anything happens to him?" Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else have we got? Nightcrawler. Mm. Have you got one for him? I think so. Nightcrawler, 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 Nightcrawler. Apparently not. We don't. Still think so. Um, I'm torn between two. Mm-hmm. Robert Sheehan. Okay. Have you seen Umbrella Academy? No. Well, then I don't. Misfits. <laughs> uh, no. No. I'm so sorry. Yeah, he's sort of a whack. The other one would be Lakeith Stanfield. I know him. I like him. Nightcrawler. Do you see him say that he's going to be the next Joker? Did he? Yeah. <laughs> he's going to have a. He's going to do a Joker film. Mm-hmm. With someone directing like it was really good. Uh, I liked it. Oh, the same people that made Uncut Gems recently, the Adam Sandler film. Oh yeah, the same people that made that. He's like, you know what? I want to make a film with them. And it's gonna be called Joker Two. And I'm gonna be playing Joker. It's gonna be really good. <laughs> fuck you, I can. Be, I think he said, "Fuck you, I can do that." <laughs> oh, uh, what else have I got? I've got Wolverine and Mystique left on my list. Okay, I got Mystique. <clears throat> I feel like mine's a good one. Uh huh. Charlize Theron. Funnily enough. Really? Not the same one, but I did consider her. <laughs> um, I like her a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel Furiosa. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she could also do sort of the seductive side. Yeah, of, uh, could do that. Stick. Yeah. Uh-huh. Blue. Blue, yeah. yeah. My one is Jodie Comer. Oh, Killing Eve. Killing Eve, yes. You know what? Yes. Because you know why? Why? It's got the accents. Mm-hmm. So it's got the changing clothes. Mm-hmm. Good idea. Go Good idea. And Logan. Oh, Logan. I went for a very generic one that everyone chooses. I feel I feel dirty recasting. Same. Logan. It's yeah. like recasting Tony Stark. It is, yeah. It's impossible. You can't do it. Hugh Jackman was perfect. That's As such, shock. I have. <laughs> <laughs> As such, I have quite a long list. Um, I was going to go for Charlie Hunnam really okay. because I really wanted him in here and I do think he deserves to be MCU. have a leading role yeah. in something because he's in Sons of Anarchy is a really up and down show mm-hmm. but he's incredible in it Really, he's an incredible actor and he deserves to be in it but I did think he's too blonde <laughs> too blonde <laughs> okay. um, other ones on the list are Keanu Reeves oh okay, okay. or Andrew Lincoln Oh, um, is that um, old Ricky Grimes? Walking Dead. Yeah, okay. 
Also, uh, oh, John Burnfall. John Burnfall. Oh. I, I would probably stay towards Charlie Hunnam, mm. Andrew Lincoln, or Keanu Reeves. Whenever I see Keanu Reeves, I did see some sort of fan art recently of him being. And before that, I didn't. I, I would say no, definitely. Mm-hmm. But when I saw him in that fan art, I was like, yeah. you know what? With his beard and his hair, <laughs> he could pull off. He could. He really could. But he's not particularly big. No. He's not a bulky man. He could, you know, put him a mm. muscle suit. I wouldn't want to put him through that. <laughs> so I'm going to probably go with Charlie, Charlie Hunnam or Andrew Lincoln. Yeah. Who's yours? Uh, mine's a very generic one. Everyone, everyone uses. Is it, right, right. Is it Tom Hardy? Yeah. Just like, it's so generic because it's true, okay? Mm-hmm. It's so generic because it everyone... It would be good. Like whenever I see him smoking a big cigar, with his big beard and his hair and his he's all he always looks like he's been you know what? The weird thing about him is he mm. always looks like he's been for a run. <laughs> he's attractive, but not in like a he's smooth way in a very oh. grizzled, like he's been yeah. for a war every day way. And like I've heard stories of him being like like not in a bad way, in a very kind way of but like people are always saying that when you come to a Tom Hardy film he's he is the set ruler. He is like it is his set it's his church. It's like, <laughs> and like he's, and then a bit of story about him like wrestling Shia LaBeouf in the naked. Yes. I yes, I remember that story. And I just think, what a man. <laughs> and, I, and then I thought, what a Wolverine. <laughs> you know? That's very true. And the, yeah. I would also like to see him cast as Wolverine yeah. as, if, if, if not anything, but as just a massive fuck you to Sony. As yes. if to say, yeah. <laughs> no, he's no. Wolverine, he's not a Venom. No, not Venom. But he would, like, with a grizzled lock would see. Oh, fuck, I forgot about Venom. <laughs> no, did no, he's, Venom is not MCU. Don't give a shit what fucking Morbius says. He's not MCU. It is. It's not. I'm sorry, but it is. Morbius isn't connected to Far From Home anyway. He's connected to, to Raimi Spider-Man. No, that's worse. That's so much worse. <laughs> that is so much worse for me. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> that is the worst thing in the world. <sighs> I will cry, and I don't know if for joy or with t- uh, with uh, fear. Mm-hmm. If um, Spider Verse Two, like in the trailer at the end, it's like Tom McGuire is the. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. If... I'd like that, but I'd... I wouldn't like him to be obviously resurrected just for the sake of fucking Morbius. Yeah, not Morbius. <sighs> not Morbius. Morbius. Not Morbius. Anyway, are we done? Are we done? I think we're done. We're done. I think we're done. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. We hope you agree with our X-Men. Yeah. They're the best, they are the best, aren't they? Oh. Yeah, the best. Fuck, fuck you, Fox. <laughs> <laughs> We've got them back. Yeah. No. So, yeah. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. We have been the Marvellous Cinema Podcast. As always. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, brought to you by Leeds Student Radio. Yep. As I have neglected new... to say on the last few for a while now. <laughs> new office. Yeah. Well, like dif- different studio. I really like it. It feels... It's more spacious. Yeah, mm. I mean, I don't know if we'll be in here again. We don't need more space, or do we? No, we don't. We're just, we're just two guys, you know. Two guys. You're missing the back of your chair. I'm really sorry about it. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening. Have a good day. Have a good week. Have, Have a, good a good life. life. See ya. See ya. <laughs>